Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 131. It's your boy, A-Dub. Hey, boy, it's Tristan in the building. What's good? We uh, back, we back. How's it doing? How you doing, fam? How good. you been? I'm good, man. I'm good. I was telling you a little earlier, man, I started this three-day juice cleanse. Today, I'm on day one. So, man, I'm telling you, man, like, it's like, it's like eight juices a day, a total of 24 juices, and your boy is hungry, dog. Like, I bet. I'm so hungry, but, but you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of real good benefits to doing it, so, like, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing it for, trying to hang in there, but yeah, man, I'm starving. <laughs> Got you. But, but aside from that, man, aside from that, man, I, I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Everything is lovely. I'm glad to be back in full effect. I want to say that I, I was able to make the show last week, sort of, but, you know, it didn't work out totally for your boy. So I want to appreciate, uh, say I, how much I appreciate you holding it down, of course, Super Producer Marcus, and then all the slackers that are always here helping contribute to the show. So I'm glad to be back for in sure. full effect with y'all. So that's what's up. Slackers um, make it easy, man. They make it real easy, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Always helping us take care of the show, keep it moving. We got Unk in the building actually speaking of some slackers. We got Stephanie Washington out there with the new profile pic as okay. well. Um, you know, and and um, Anthony Wesson in the building. What's up? What's up? He says Mardi Gras. And yeah, it's going down. We definitely have one Mardi Gras flow. We're going to talk about a little bit later for sure. <laughs> um, and then also, Unk, you know, um, served also prayers to our soldiers recently deployed to Germany in support. Absolutely. You know, we want to say um, our thoughts are with the, that whole um, situation as well with the with the Ukraine and with Russia. Well, Touch on that a little bit more as it affects, you know, sports and stuff. And it affects, obviously, more than that, our everyday lives. So we'll talk on that. But um, but definitely want to say welcome and welcome. And thank you all for being here with us on this episode 131. We're about to get it rolling. But we got plenty of people in the house. Um, Appreciate the likes, the comments, the engagement. Like we said, you are a part of the show. And we we really do appreciate that. So, uh, Strizzy, any last words before we before we get this thing popping? No, nah, man, you know the deal, man. Like, comment, subscribe, turn notification bells, all that fun stuff. And don't forget to share the lives when it's done, guys. I know you, I know, the, I know the majority of you guys watch it live with us every Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? If y'all could just, like, go into YouTube real quick, find the find the updated video, quick share, you know what I'm saying? copy link, all that fun stuff. All that stuff helps us, man, so we definitely appreciate all of it. Absolutely, yeah, it goes a long way. So, all right, let's jump right into our first topic, though. We got our, um, we got our screen up and ready, so let, let, let's, let's make it happen. All right, Strizzy. You ready? You know we got the flag football championship this weekend, okay? Got it, coach. We won three times in a row, right? We going for the four bit. I got the play, okay? This is gonna be the secret play. I'm gonna draw here, but we're gonna have to burn this board down because we can't let anybody know, okay, what Nobody. the secret play. Okay, so make sure you're ready to memorize it, okay? Got it. It's better than the annexation of Puerto Rico, okay? This has got nothing on that, okay? okay. We haven't named it yet, but we'll figure it out. And boom, that's the play. Exactly. Four Pete on the way. All right, NFL talk, NFL talk. Let's go ahead and get it popping with the first topic for NFL talk, which is the scouting combine. Uh, scouting combine officially started today. Um, however, we'll see the on-field drills. The 40s will start uh, in the next couple of days, and then the, the players will be hitting the field a little bit later this year. But, um, you know, as a fan, it's kind of excitement. It's kind of like the first steps towards the next season. But, Strizzy, tell me your thoughts on the combine. Like, are, do you go out too much for the combine, or, or what? how do you feel about it? I'm so I'm kind of like in between, right? I know a lot of people, like a lot of scouts, will look at the combine and be like, you know, like this is where we figure out, you know, who we're gonna draft. If we want speed, we're looking at forty times, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, for me, I'm kind of like in between. I think it is important to kind of see what kind of like, you know what type of athleticism you're gonna get based on you know what your need might be for 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 your 
your, for your team you're scouting for. But, you know, at the end of the day, like 40 times, you know, you're not just running in, in full, you know, straight lines, you know, I mean, for 40 yards. You're not, you know, no pads on. Most of these right. practically run it naked. So, you know, you're without the 15, 20 pounds of pads you got. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it kind of is what it is. Um, it is kind of fun to watch sometimes because you get to see some of these guys, like, really kind of show, like, you know, receivers show their hands and their speed, running backs, you know, uh, you know their blocking skills and, and, you know, finding finding the different gaps and, and quarterbacks looking at, like, their arms and their accuracy, you know what I mean? But, um, but I don't know, I think it's kind of fun, kind of gives us a little bit of uh, what to expect for the next year, but I don't, I don't think it's anything too crazy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, I do want to welcome Pops to the show. Good evening, good evening, as well as Grace. Uh, Grace says, happy March, and that's crazy. I, I, I almost forgot to. It already is March, how fast this year is going by already. Um, but, um, but no, I'm kind of with you on the draft. I'm kind of in between. It's steps of progress and, and, and everything. Um, I always like to root for the Georgia players, that, and I like yeah. to, you know, hopefully they have a good showing. And as, with, as Anthony Wesson says, you know, some guys shoot up the board, and that's true. There's always, like, one or two players I feel like that really, really benefit from the combine. Yeah. Um, others like though, it's like you know what they're they've done, you know, you know what they put on paper, the, the measurements and stuff, and you see them at the pro day, so it's not really as big of a deal. So, not for sure. Um, DK Metcalf shot up because of the combine, he had a true. Really, really, really good combine, he shot up because of it. So, yeah, it, it definitely it definitely can't help your, your your draft stock, right? And I always like to just see the, the, the 40 times and see how they pop up, yeah. So, um Let's see. Next up, they did announce the, the NFL uh, international games for next year. Five different teams are going to be hosting, but they keep saying these are the five teams, but I'm like, they have to play against somebody, right? So <laughs> yeah, exactly. there's going to be 10 teams, I, I assume, playing out of the country. Um, the really unique ones um, on the left-hand side, the Cardinals in Mexico, they did this uh, a few years ago. Well, not in a few years ago now. 2015, I think it was, and set one of the, the, the largest of uh, capacity records you know i think it was like over one hundred eight thousand people so yeah looking to do it big again and then the brand new one the bucks are going to be playing a home game in germany in munich um that's never been done before that's new territory for the nfl um what do you think about that though i don't know that's that's kind of crazy that is is pretty pretty crazy so man so honestly like so germany is actually on on one of my like gotta go to places like i hear like it's super fun like it's really good time people are actually really really cool there um but uh, that is crazy. Like, I, 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 of all the places, like, within Europe, you know what I mean? I never really would have thought we're, you know, headed to Germany. So, and that, that's, that's huge, you know what I mean? That's, that's expansion, you know what I mean? So, you know, shout out to the NFL for getting that done. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm kind of interested to see the scene, but, you know, they have big right. soccer, right? Exactly. So they know what's going on. Um, they know how to support uh, big sports, you know, live sporting events. So I'm sure the scene will be wild. Um and Anthony Weston, he says the Chiefs will be going against the Bucks because they uh, are given a Germany as territory as well. So, okay, so yeah, so that would be a pretty cool game too, uh, right. a Super Bowl rematch. Um, the other team, the Jags, I wanted to mention in the middle in London, they always play a game in London, and they are the team where if the NFL actually wanted to put a team in London, I think it would be the Jaguars. They've talked about that as a possibility in the future. I just don't see how they can support it. Like, um, I don't know. I wouldn't at this time. Yeah. I think I don't think I don't think play. I mean I don't know. I can imagine players really not being for that. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't it be a really great free agent spot? Because I mean I don't know, man. Like, cool to you know, cool to travel and visit, right? You know what I'm saying? But like, right, live there? Like I don't know. That's kind of a lot to to put on your family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it would be it would be a whole different type of deal. But 
I think that the NFL could pull it off as far as their scheduling and and how they like have teams visit there or have that team that's over in London come here for like multiple games in a row. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Um, I want to welcome Kelly to the show, though. I, I think I didn't see that yet. Happy Tuesday, oh, yeah. Kelly. Thank you for jumping in. I oh, uh, appreciate you having uh, having you here. Pops, he says, I hate international games. Yeah. And I'm glad that Jerry has enough clout to say no unless he chooses to. That is one thing that the, the Cowboys have been able to avoid. They played a preseason game in London like back in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, in the in the triplet era, but ever since then they've never really gone international. So we'll see. I just don't like waking up too early for the games. Yeah, it's true. I think the I think the Jags game last year was at six a.m. something like that, and that's early. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm too lazy. You know, I I missed that game. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't care enough about the Jaguars. To, to, and I think they play, did they play Miami this year, or was it Miami or the Jets? I think it was the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a little too early for me to you know saying go out there and be like go Jaguars. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they are undefeated. What's that? So, but they are undefeated in London, so that's pretty crazy. That's true. That's true. They're trying to build up that home field advantage. <laughs> Anthony Weston, he he makes a point here that the international games might be why they added that 17th game. And uh, I always think I, I think that might be true. That might be true. Stephanie Washington, I always miss those early AM games. And yeah, mm-hmm. I have to wake up to try to watch soccer when I do those <laughs> right. early games. So I'm not trying to do that for football consistently either. So for sure. A couple more quick-hitting stories here. Ali Marpet retiring from the Tampa Bay Bucks. He made the Pro Bowl this year, last year, won a Super Bowl. Big newsworthy, I guess, mainly because he's only 28 years old, hasn't been in the league very long, but one of those guys where seemingly took care of his money, took care of his mind, and he's ready to move forward. So I, I yeah. like it. What do you think about that one? I do, too. You know what I'm saying? At the end of, at the, end of the day, like, um, you know, if he take care, take care of himself, take care of his money, so he's got, like, his future um, – Plan for him, and I, and I do know that the NFL does take care of their players um, later on in their lives, uh, as long as they do a certain amount of years. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I think once he gets to the age of like 55, he'll be able to collect like five thousand dollars a year or something like that. So, um, shouts out to him. And at the end of the day, like you said, he gets to keep his mind right going forward for his family. So, you know, he got a Super Bowl championship. He, you know, what I'm saying made a couple of Pro Bowls. So, and he's a, and he's a lineman. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm sure he don't really care about trying to break any records. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm with that. I'm with it too. I like that. Um, kind of pulled the Andrew Luck other than, you know, when it's alignment, it's not as big of a deal than when it's a quarterback like that. Yep. Uh, speaking of some quarterbacks, we have Jimmy Garoppolo and Dak Prescott, both um, having shoulder surgery. Difference here though, Jimmy G looking for a new team potentially and throwing um, it's on his throwing shoulder. So we'll see how that affects the off season for him. Some people are saying there's not a lock that he'll leave the 49ers, but I think he's gone personally. I don't I think, think there's any way for him to come back. So I think he's gone too. I think both sides already kind of admitted like we're working together trying to figure out where to get him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I can't imagine him coming back unless they just can't find a suitor for him. You know what I'm saying? But he's yeah, gone. He's gone. He gone. <laughs> uh, the Colts made a pro- proposition for a new overtime rules that would guarantee both teams would have like a, a possession truly. Um, I don't really like it. I don't think that there's anything that really needs to change. I like this the sudden death aspect of the NFL overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that it's full college mode, but I haven't seen the full details of their proposal yet. But I hope it stays the same. What did you think though after the Chiefs Bills? Like, do you think that there there is time to look at this? 
I mean, I to be completely honest, I didn't actually get to see their, their composition for it. Um, I, I don't necessarily like the, the college aspect of it, you know, putting it on the, what is it, the 25-yard line, something like that, and four, four chances to get in and go back and forth. Right. You know what I mean? With, with the NFL, these guys are too big or too strong that, you know, that, you know, adds to possibility of more injuries, you know what I mean? But it, it does really suck that, like, when a coin flip, touchdown, it's over. You know what I mean? Looks like I, I kind of like the the like the at least letting the other team get a chance at it, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I mean, if it's going to be both teams, that's cool. But I hope that it is more traditional, like you said, like kick the ball off or at least have a touchback. Start start normal, you know. Don't just like right. make it some type of a, a like a gimmick type of thing, trick shot type of thing. Yeah, um, we'll be here forever. You know what I'm saying? We'll be, <laughs> yeah, right. we could be there forever. Because and teams can still play defense too, you know. You can still just make a stop. Uh, exactly. So. exactly. Anthony West says, "Amazing how teams want to listen now." Uh, Chiefs tried to change the rule in 2019, and people told us to take the Pats loss on the chin. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny how things change like that. I agree. Uh, Pop says, um, "I'll just say he says leave OT alone." <laughs> He's an F Josh Allen. The funny thing about it though is, like, to me, it has nothing to do with any of those games. I've just always felt the fact that. Other teams should have a chance to, to to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I agree with that from your standpoint. I just that's the reason why it's getting the fuel right now. I, I for think sure. you know how for this sure. last postseason played out, and also the NFL loves more drama. You know, if they feel like they can extend it, they they might like that. But of course, um, there's nothing stopping them from doing it. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, right. on that. Yeah, Jimmy G to the Jets is what Unk says. That wouldn't be so bad. Um, they they might be happy together for a little while. I don't know if that would. Solve too much problems, but I wanted to touch on that one before we left this one. This next story is a weird story. Like, honestly, I don't know. I wanted to put this one out here, but this is something that leads back all the way to 2015. Um, the former VP of uh, public relations, of all things, uh, for the Cowboys was accused of voyeurism, was accused of recording the cheerleaders. Um, and the Cowboys actually paid a $2.4 million settlement in this case although they did say that they investigated the case and that they found no wrongdoing. So this guy is no longer with the team at this point, but um, four or five years later, it's coming out that the Cowboys did pay this. And Jerry Jones comments on the fact where that basically a settlement were best for all involved and that they did take the allegations seriously, even though they didn't find any wrongdoing. I don't know how I feel about this. Obviously the Cowboys are my squad. I love America's team. You know what I'm saying? That's my squad, but this one has a little bit of a, a creepy feeling to it, to me. The fact that they paid out the settlement but are also saying that they found no wrongdoing doesn't exactly line up. I just yeah. have to talk about that, but it, it's weird that it's coming out now, but just yeah. felt like we at least had to touch on it. you know. Yeah, no, I, it's kind of funny, man. I, I agree with you. We ain't going to spend too much time on it, but I was like, if there was no wrongdoing, because it's like, what, $2.4 million or something like that? It's a couple yeah. millions, and I'll say a couple millions on it. But um, but yeah, if, if if I didn't do nothing and there's no tapes and I did nothing wrong, I'm like, I'm not paying you any money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sorry. Right. So I think that there might be a little bit more to this story, but maybe some things that we'll never know. But um, right. you know, all parties involved did have a non-disclosure agreement back then. Um, but it's interesting that it's coming out now. Um <laughs> <laughs> Pops is so funny though. Okay. I have to read this. Is Pops uh, says more far soldiers? Our cheerleaders haven't been hot since the '90s. No one's, no one wants to peek at them, and that is funny. 
But I will say that, um, you know, I agree with Anthony here. He said he would only give a lady access to the locker room. Uh, and, and basically the situation that happened is that the BP, he said he, he or the, the guy entered the locker room. He had, he uses like his access code or card to, to enter the locker room. But he said that he wasn't aware that the cheerleaders were in there and he left immediately upon realizing that they were in there. Um, but, you know, obviously they were, they were in there, you know, at the, um, you know, it's like, yeah, why does he have access to that at all? Right. And, um, but also Jerry Jones is facing a little bit of backlash and I hate this. It's not funny, but it is kind of funny. He said, like, we, we investigated, we had a little look-see and, and we, we, we determined no wrongdoing. And like, for me, like the, the allegations, the nature of the allegations for you to say, we had a little look-see, <laughs> yeah. like, come on. Like, there's like, you could have had some better term or like something right. different to say than like, come on, we had a little look-see. Um, when he's being, you know, being accused of peeping. So for sure. We'll see if anything more comes out of that. But you know, like I said, we just have to touch on that. And um weird, weird, weird story. Um, another cowboy, former cowboy involved in an interesting story, Troy Aikman. It's official that he has left Fox Sports to go to ESPN and five years, 90 million dollars is the contract that he got. I think it's just um just barely um more than Romo's making. So this is a big splash, but we've known ESPN has had terrible commentators. So I'm hoping that he goes directly to Monday Night Football. That's definitely an improvement uh, for me. But it's crazy how much announcers can be getting paid when really it makes no difference. Like, right. we're still going to watch the games. Exactly. Exactly. Heck, honestly, if I'm be honest, there are times where I'm watching the game with literally zero sound playing video games in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, I mean, it just depends on what I'm saying. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so we'll see how that shakes up the landscape. Uh, the landscape of announcers, though. Al Michaels is report. You know, he's leaving Super yeah. Bowl with his last game um, yeah. on on that side with with Chris Collinsworth. So there's also Amazon that's getting in the mix. Amazon's going to have Thursday nights exclusively next year, so they're looking for partnership. Um, and they're talking about even maybe getting Kirk Herbstreit. So yeah. interesting stuff there. A little bit of a shakeup, but they're all getting paid. And it's crazy to think that you know they were talking about luring Sean McVay, right? I'm like, there's yeah. no way he would walk away. He just won a Super Bowl and all that. Yeah. And he only makes like $8 million as a coach, and he can make like $20 million in the booth. That is a conversation you might want to have for yourself. Like, obviously, it's not the right time for him, but right. that's crazy. Like, that's way more than coaches. And the and the dude's 35? No, he's our age. Yeah. 34, 35. Like, he's so young. Like, yeah. I was like, ain't, ain't no way this young coach who's basically been productive every year he's coached as a head coach. You know what I mean? And then just come up with Super Bowl, he's going to leave right away. Like, there's no way. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, last topic, really, that I that, that that we had on our agenda today for the NFL talk was this Kyler Murray one. And I wanted to hear what you thought about this next statement that he came out with. Or actually, no, I'm sorry, his, his agent came out with. Uh, extremely lengthy statement, basically, to try to clarify all the back and forth that's been going on. But what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, I think this is an, an extremely uh, – egotistical and arrogant way for Kyler Murray to cry and get what he wants. Um, I, I I feel like I kind of go back and forth with Kyler, you know what I mean? Like I've gone to bat for him a couple of times, other times I kind of like kind of get on him a little bit, but I can't go, I can't go to bat for him no more, man. I, I think this is, uh, if I, I, I am, I won't say I'm petty, but if I'm the Arizona Cardinals, I'm letting him go. I truthfully, like, I mean, I'm going to trade something for him. I'm going to get something back nice for him as he has shown that he can win some games, but, 
you know, this man has he starts off seasons good and then November, December plays absolutely horrendous. You know, saying they, they could have made the playoffs two years ago and they did it. Um, they started off hot, ended up, you know, not not quite making it get to the playoffs this, this past season and uh, get blown out in the first round, which I called. I said they're going to lose. No matter who they play, they're going to lose in the first round. Just right. how bad they've been playing, man. And um, he he's looking at other quarterbacks like, like Josh Allen, like um, uh, um, Lamar's about to get paid. He talked talk about Kirk Cousins, but some guys who got, like, the extensions after their third season and basically right. said, I made the Pro Bowl twice I, 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 and got, got, the play, got us to the playoffs since we haven't made it in the last five years. Okay. The pro ball means absolutely nothing nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, like good, good right. job, <laughs> you know, good job. Like, so I don't, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm not, I'm not going to say he's, he's, he's a, he's a good quarterback. You know, so I'm not taking that away from him. Like he, he's had some good years. He's put up some, some good numbers, but that's just, I, what, so when you don't get your way, you're going to whine, cry and complain. Like, absolutely not. Not only that, the, the type of contract he's asking for is like, it's huge. He wants a really, really big uh, number of contract. Right. So, and so in next year, the year after that, he's going to be talking about how they're not doing enough to, to get him some help. You know, the help that he needs, the offensive line is going to be trash. The defense is going to be a bunch of veterans who can't stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know, man, I let this man go. Let him walk. Yeah. That would be interesting. Unk says he's, he heard that Kyler will be traded to Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and maybe th- that is true. Maybe they do explore some things and maybe they're feeling like you are Strizzy where it's like, okay, this is enough. You know, you're being too much of a little bit, too much of a diva. And um, right. this whole, like, yeah, this whole lengthy statement, I'm just like, that's overly, overly trying to correct for, for something that you started in the first place. And then to say <laughs> actions speak louder than words in this business. And it's just, yeah. it's just really strange to me uh, that the turn that it's taken and, he contributed to their downfall either by getting hurt or by pay, playing poorly down the stretch in the last several years. So it's like, you know, you're not though, you're not the, on the best ice to be, you know, talking like that. So Seriously. I don't know. Like, is that, is that, because if that's what they're to expect every year, like why, why would they, I don't know. Why would they, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you start us off hot. So do we need to go grab, uh, what's, what's homeboy's name? Who got the Eagles championship when, um, Wentz went down. Oh yeah. Um, oh man, Nick, Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick Foles. Like, do we gotta go get Nick Foles for the second half of the season? You know, you start you start us off, and he finishes he finishes up. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. Like, he 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 really needs to chill out. I, I think. Uh, um, <laughs> Anthony said Oklahoma quarterbacks are too noisy off the field. I agree with that. You know, so he just needs to just chill out, go do his job. You know, guys like Lamar Jackson, who also hasn't gotten their contract extension yet, was literally on the field the day after the Super Bowl working with his receivers. You know what I'm saying? So right. go do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, go show go show your your um, your team, like, yo, I'm here. I'm here. I play poorly. I'm, I'm out here trying to get better. And, and like you said, actions speak louder than words, right? Right now, his words are speaking louder than actions. <laughs> right. <laughs> I agree totally. Um so we'll see what ends up happening with him. Unk asked another question. He says, where is Aaron Rodgers going to end up? The quarter, quarterback carousel is definitely going to be in play again. You know, where is Aaron Rodgers going to end up? Where is Russell Wilson going to end up? We'll be watching all of those things this free agency, you know, this summer very closely. So definitely. Um, we got a couple more comments about Aikman, though. Pop says, go Troy. Unk says, Troy Aikman still banking for sure. And then <laughs> yeah. we got, I think that's Mad Marcus in the background. He says, go Aikman. That's my QB. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I'm always rooting for Aikman, even though he's hard on the Cowboys too. But I, I, I love that guy. So he's definitely a warrior. It's like Shaq um, with the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 
last, last thing. I know I said this before, but I almost forgot. Last thing on NFL Talk, we do have on the slide today on the top left the little championship logo for the LA Rams. And I told moms we would kind of hook her up, you know what I'm saying, since we're going into the offseason. So she asked for that. So we definitely got to honor that. And we, we got to remind ourselves that they are the current reigning champs until right. further notice. So that's what it is. That's what we got for NFL talk. Let's go ahead and keep it pushing to our next topic. <laughs> All right, NBA talk. We got to get straight to the point, um, straight to my heart, right? Because this is where I'm at right now. Yeah, I right. every Lakers game, and it's just been hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm having flashbacks to, to uh, you know, the times of Robert Sacre and, and you know, uh, pre-Paul Gasol era. And I'm having flashbacks to, you know, when we got Gary Payton and Carl Malone. I don't know what's going on here, but my question is, is the Lakers season over? Um AD might not come back. They just waved DeAndre Jordan. Um, <laughs> what, what, what's going on, Strizzy? Try to help me make sense of this, bro. I was kind of, I was kind of cracking up a little bit. Somebody, somebody made a video. They were like, they show kind of the replay of DeAndre Jordan's like horrible pass that flew like hell out of bounds, and they were like, "Damn, man, had one turnover. He got to go." Like it's like, <laughs> right? They're like, it wasn't that bad. They looked back. He was like, "Okay, yeah, it was that bad." But like, I don't know. It was just kind of jokes, kind of funny, or whatever. But Man, it's like I was telling you, bro, like, nothing is working. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Bobo definitely has to go, but I feel like even when he was out and Fizdale kind of took over, because you know Fizz is going to be the one who takes over. You know, they're not going to bring him from the outside. Like, I don't know if that necessarily changes things. Uh, but for me right now, it's kind of like their, their, their body language, man. Like, Russ just doesn't care. I feel like he knows he's going to be gone next year too. He knows it's not working. He hears all that. Yeah. yeah, man. He hears it all in the background. So he, you know, he's kind of done. LeBron already talked about going back to Cleveland or sorry. He's mentioned how it's not out of the cards twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and just LeBron's body language, like, dude, you're the leader. Like as much as we try to keep saying like AD is going to be the future, like, no dog, like it's still you, man. Like you are still the best player on this team, surprisingly, you're averaging 29, almost 30 points a game. Like, so going back to the game with the with the Pelicans, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just like, I think he had seven seven turnovers. I think Russ had seven turnovers. I think they had 14 combined total, something like that. Like, yeah. uh, I think uh, Brandon Ingram sh uh, shot a shot, right? And you know he brings it kind of far back behind his head, and he's super long and lengthy. LeBron was standing right in front. LeBron could have just grabbed the ball, like. He didn't even have to make an effort. He just, like, let it go and watched it happen. Ingram sank it, and LeBron just kind of, like, turned around and walked up the court. You know what I mean? It's just – it's stuff like that where I'm just, like – You can see it, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I don't want to say it's over, but the, the thing that's crazy is that, like, I think the the 11th seed, I think it's only, like, two games, two and a half games out of 10th place. You know what I'm saying? And, and the Pelicans are looking better after the trade for McCollum. And the Spurs are actually playing pretty well too. Now that they got their, uh, now that they got, um, uh, uh, was his name Walker? No, not Walker. With the um, crap, their point guard back. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a point Murray? guard. What's up? Dejounte Murray. Yeah, Murray. Yeah, man. So like, yeah. But now that he's gonna come back from injury, man, they're looking better too. So I'm like, if the Lakers aren't careful, man, they they might fall out of the playing, let alone get into yeah. the, the playoffs. They might not make it at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope you know, I DJ Augustine's always been one of those like. 
kind of like kind of like Fisher type point guards, you know what I mean? Like not not necessarily an all star, you know, anything like yeah, that. Like, right, he's definitely a role player. Knows what he's doing. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Will drain some threes for you. He can't shoot the ball, so maybe that's what they need, man. Like maybe they start DJ Augustine and move and move Russ to the to the bench, man. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I think Maybe I'm. I, yeah, no, I agree. I think though, hopefully they're willing to try anything at this point. But yeah, I think even if they were to make the play in, even if they were to get through the play in, it's looking like a rough matchup in the first round, regardless. So definitely. And I think that's where their heads are at. You know, it's like I can't look at the roster based on what these guys have done and and like understand why. Right. Other than just the lack of effort, like they just right. aren't putting in the work. Because if they were, there's no reason why it should look this bad. So for sure, like we can talk about shooters and stuff all we want to, but like I look at that roster, I think to myself, ain't no way y'all still lose to the Pel- to the Pelicans. Ain't no way yeah, they're losing to everybody. Right, right. No, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like even in the beginning of the year, where you're like, oh, they're still learning thing. I think they dropped the first two to the Thunder, and then end up getting them the third time, you know, in a row or something like that. But like. It's like it's, it's just it's just effort, man. Like there's no way this team should be losing games like this. I mean, on any given night, the the worser team can can get you, but like that's a lot, dog. Like it was a game, bro. Like I agree. Wild, and Anthony Wesson says it's definitely lack of effort. Stephanie Washington right. says no way they're winning a championship. So, and I agree. And I think that that's like how LeBron and them are feeling. They're just like this is championship or bust. We busted right. so. Let's look to next year. And sure. almost also like a tennis player, when they're down so many sets, they're like, I might as well lose this one so I can just gear up for the next. Like, exactly. let, me just, let me just slow it down. So uh, I don't know. But the 76ers are looking like the favorites to sign DeAndre Jordan off the waiver wire. Or Sorry, they're going to wait till he clears waivers and, and try to go after him. Yeah. I think that's great because they don't really have a lot of big man depth after they got rid of uh, DeAndre Drummond. For so, sure. They can use that, and he fits in well with Harden, too. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, let's keep it moving, though. I mean, enough is enough with the Lakers. That's just, it's just, just know I'm suffering. Um, you, dog. Like, I told you, bro. Like, I'm like, I'll be rooting for him, too, dude. Like, I'm, right. still, I'm still betting on him, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just trying to get him to, you know, hope something happens, and it's not happening. I'm like, damn. It's not happening, yeah. Same um, Let's talk about this really quickly. So Mardi Gras going on, and and I think they did my boy Zion dirty. You know, <laughs> he loves the finer things in life, but come on, this is a little bit egregious. Are they being too hard on Zion? They got him out here on the parade float with the number one ton jersey on, yeah. um, just stacking up contracts and eating. W- what did you think about this? I mean, it's it's funny, but come it's on. It's funny, but man, this ain't the most disrespectful <laughs> Thing I've ever seen against an athlete. Oh my god, man! Like, what, did they do to him? what did what did he do to you? I know for real. It's like this man, just like I mean, don't get me wrong. I they're I get it. They're fans. They're frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it doesn't help that I know we are gonna talk about that too. It doesn't help when you got you know guys like JJ Reddick who played against him, who's also kind of bashing him on, on ESPN. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and whatnot. Uh, so like you know, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think one thing JJ Reddick should have done is he should have just mentioned like if you want to if you want to at least come off as a good teammate then maybe you should have reached out to CJ and been like yo welcome to the team and just to stop right there but he went on to talk about how he was as a teammate when he played with them so that he wasn't surprised and now it paints behavior right exactly so now it paints this picture of Zion going forward of he's not a good locker room guy and you know what I'm saying like he's not really for the team or or, or he's a baby now like if he doesn't get what he wants you know what I'm saying so 
you know, it kind of it kind of sucks. But I, I I agree with Anthony Weston. Anthony Weston says he's gone, and I, I think he's gone too. But I think he's he getting another surgery, right, or possibility of another surgery. Yeah, there's a possibility of another surgery. So it's looking like basically he's probably not going to play this year for sure at all. So uh, he's looking like Kawhi right now. Um, Unk says Zion to New York. That'd be interesting. And maybe a fresh start would be best for him. Anthony Weston says he's gone. Uh, Stephanie Washington says, damn. For real. Pop says, uh, very disrespectful. Karma. Hurricane season. <laughs> damn. Uh, you never know what's going to happen with that one. But uh, <laughs> Unk says he's more willing to work on hamburger than his conditioning. Right. And that's the impression that's being put out there. And, and you know, perception becomes reality unless things change. And it's unfortunate. Maybe he is getting a bad rap. Maybe he's doing different things to contribute to it. But I did not like what J.J. Reddick said. You alluded to that. Yeah. He went too far for me. And the other thing is, like, when J.J. Reddick played with Zion, he was, like, 35 and Zion's, like, 18, like, right. 19. So, I mean, for him to be like, oh, he's immature, he's got a lot to learn, like, well, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> considering the stages that they were in their life and, like, yeah, they're probably not going to be best buds and, like, hanging out, you know. Sure. They're probably not going to be, like, exactly seeing eye to eye or whatever. And J.J., has to remember like all the time it took him to learn those things. So exactly, I think that went a little bit too far. But the people in New Orleans, man, they just they just did this one a little dirty. I so I, I was I was caught off guard by that one. So I feel like there's how that plays that out. I could do especially like like uh like underwater, you know, type stuff that takes kind of like the the weight and and the friction off his his, his ankle and his knees. Because uh-huh. um, I feel like I feel like the the non-willing to work on his conditioning and stuff like that, that's coming from somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't think it's all the way untrue, but I just feel like – I think the thing that sucks the most is we just haven't heard from him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you, your ankle hurts, but, like, why does that stop you from, like, communicating with the team or the press? Like, let them know, like, I'm doing everything I can to get better. Like, I do want well, to be He's probably just chilling, man. He's making money. He's in the crib, you know? True, I don't know. true. I agree. But, like, it would be hard for me – to sit down and like not want to come out and say something like to see all this stuff going on in the press yeah. and just not ever want to be like, Hey, by the way, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing right. this or that. So like he ain't even going to games. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we have like other dudes like AD every time he's hurt, like you still see him at games. You know what I'm saying? So like, I would, just, I, I would even like for him to come out and be like, <laughs> I do want out. I do want to go to the Knicks. Like I don't want to be here. You know what I'm saying? I would much rather him do that than just like nothing. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Right. Yeah, and uh, um, Pops reminds us that JJ still has a lot to learn as well. So, definitely. Yeah. All right, let's talk to another. Let's jump to another topic that I know Pops is gonna like, and I know the hype is real. I know it's only been two games, but is Harden and Embiid sneakily like the best duo in the NBA already? Are they the force to be reckoned with that they appear to be? Strizzy, help me, help me see this clearly. What do you, what do you think so far? Oh, I think two two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, I alluded to it already. You know what I'm saying? I literally said when we were talking about who won the trade and, you know, from a long-term aspect, we're talking about the Nets winning the trade. But I said, and, and win now, I said the 76ers did. I said that when it comes to the pick and roll, they're going to be literally unstoppable. And Embiid said himself, he said, I've never been this open in my life. And I don't know if you've been watching their games. Dude is right. He is open, like open. It is, it's insane. It's crazy. Um, one thing that I, I, I saw is the first game together against the Timberwolves, right? Uh, in the second half, they started running the pick and roll all second half. 
Carl Anthony Towns had six rebounds going into the third quarter. He ended the entire game with seven rebounds. So in the second half, he only ended up with one other rebound because of the pick and roll. It kept bringing him out to Harden. So, you know what I mean? Like that's going to be dangerous, man. If, if I, I, I was already saying that as far as the East goes, I was like Miami or or the Bucks, you know what I'm saying? But now that that Harden's playing the way he is, as long as he doesn't shell away like he kind of does in the playoffs sometimes, man, like I'm I'm a little worried now. I think 76ers could very easily go to the NBA championship, man. They look that good. Yeah, I think they do too. And I know it's anniversary time, honeymoon time right now, right? Um, and everything's lovely. And I hope it stays that way. I, I think that if in order to win the trade, they do need to like win it this year or go very far this year and then right. make sure that they can lock down Harden for the long run and, and really decide do they want to give him that big, um, big, big contract. So I think that they might be uh, such a sneaky, nice duo. And it's funny how like only the fact that the trade deadline was looming, like forced this ha- action to happen when, when like we said a long time ago, like, well, that'd be kind of an interesting fit. And like, why don't they explore that? Um, but Harden was able to do his thing, work his little press magic those last 48 hours. And voila, we have like a whole new outlook for the playoffs. So I love it. I think it's exciting. A seven game series, maybe some people can try to lock them down differently, but I think that they might, you know, surprise some people and make a quick run. So I love it. Um, I'm also interested to see Ben Simmons debut for the Nets too. For sure. That's funny. And, And the funny thing is like, I agree with pops as far as that, but like, that's the difference. Like, as far as offense goes, James does everything better than Ben. You know what I mean? He's a better scorer, better shooter. He averages more assists, can get just as many rebounds. You know what I mean? But it's because he can shoot and shoot it so well, that's the difference. You know what I mean? So I, I think Pop Squad is – I mean, like, they can stay healthy and keep things going, man. Like, I'm worried about him. You know, as a Heat fan, I'm worried about him. So, um, and as far as being a Heat fan, the only two teams I am worried about are the 76 on the butt. So, um We'll see, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. The Heat are still gritty, man. They're still still number one uh, seed in the East, right? And the and the East is like very close. It's only yeah. separated by a few games. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see. It's gonna be great. Anthony West says, "I like the duo." Unk says, "Harden, awesome until the next hamstring pull." Uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't think it rails what's going on right now. Everything looks great right now, but it, it looked like that before. We've seen it before, so it's hard for me to get too hyped, you know? Right, right. Like I said, it's, it's only been two games, you know, Sam? And they're right now they're having fun. I think that's a scary thing, though. Harden hasn't looked like he's been having fun for the last two years. And, you know, so he, he's having fun. He's happy. He's got the happy feet again, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he looks good, man, so yeah, hopefully he can stay that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, mom's into the building. Up, mom? Welcome, welcome, moms. No worry about being late. Um, you only hurt yourself this time though, because you missed your special Rams championship Super Bowl logo, but it'll be there maybe out. next week for you. So um, <laughs> definitely shout out to moms. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, let's check out the next oh, what we got next year. Oh, real quick though, I had a, I had a question for Pops. I want to know what Pops wants to do with Harris. Like, do they hold on? I know they can't do anything with him right now, but like. Do they trade Harris? Do they get rid of him? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he's struggling right now. Like, he does not know his place within this team right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I want to hear Pops' opinion on that, too. I feel like he'll still want to stay and, like, be consistent, Harris, probably, and just be, like, he can take on a lesser role and he'll figure it out. But I'm interested to hear what Pops has to say about that, too. Yeah. Um, Let's let him respond on that while we talk about the Nets real quick, like the – 
vaccine vaccine restrictions, COVID-19 restrictions are rapidly changing across the nation, honestly, and they may be changing in New York. The mayor has talked about it potentially changing. Now, recently, you know, the NBA commissioner has been talking about how it doesn't really make sense. Um, Kyrie's excited about potentially being able to play home games again, but for now, still the same status with him. You can only play on the road. Um, a couple other people that they're waiting for, and, and Unk had asked about this too, KD, it's looking like this weekend he could potentially be coming back to the lineup. And then Ben Simmons play against Miami, which I think is Oh, yeah. So um, for KD, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely want to see him back there. That'll definitely – that'll help them a lot because they have been kind of struggling, especially at home. They've been outgunned a lot. Ben Simmons, it's looking more like mid-March. Apparently he has some back soreness that's kind of keeping him out. And he's – not looking like he's going to play in that March 10th game against the 76ers, even though that's what all the fans want to really see. So for sure, for sure. But Nets still are going to look interesting, I think, and I'm excited to see what they do. Um, let's see. Unk says Tobias Harris should stay. Good chance of winning a championship. Pop says Harris is struggling, but we'll be fine in the playoffs. Excellent player with a good head on his shoulders to help our idiots. Maybe he'll be this. I agree with that. I agree with that. So. That's what's up. But I think we did NBA uh, up proper. It's going to be a crazy stretch because there's really only a couple. There's really only March left and then the playoffs will start in early April. So this is the last home stretch uh, for all the teams to find out what's going to happen with the play in, what's going to happen with the playoffs. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing some other teams other than the Lakers, honestly, because it hurts (laughs) to watch them right now. Let's keep this train rolling uh, into our last topic here. So what's next again? Other sports? Oh yeah, yeah, other sports. Okay, yeah. so so not like not football. Yeah, yeah, not basketball. We did that already. Oh okay, like like hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah like hockey, hockey. hockey feel okay, me? like like oh like baseball. Yes you know sir. Yes sir. Like like soccer, right? There we go. Like soccer. Like other sports. Yeah. All right, other sports. We have to talk about some breaking news that happened actually earlier this afternoon. It's official. The MLB has not been able to come to terms with the MLB Players Association. Um, the first two series of the season have been officially canceled. Their deadline was supposed to be last Tuesday, right. then last Friday. Then it was pushed to Monday. Yep. Now it's yeah. Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, apparently they pushed it back so far. There's no more pushing back, so game, uh, games have been officially canceled. I like this picture uh, just because – I do think that the fans are the ones that lose out the most. The owners and the players are talking about how they're going to divvy up the billions of dollars they make from fans, just average Americans going to watch America's pastime. So we're the ones that lose out in the long run. Uh, All the businesses that are built on the back of all of those 162 games and the spring training. And, and I hope, uh, I wish there was some way where we could be represented at this table. Like, yo, figure this out. You know what I'm saying? And lower ticket prices. Exactly. Where's the five ten percent you can carve out for us? You know, you know what I'm saying. Where, 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 where do we win in this? But I'm just spending nine dollars on the beer. Exactly, exactly. So, and I'm frustrated because it's been literally since December second that they that they knew that this was going to happen. They were supposed to come to agreement on December second. Yeah, that's when the lockout officially started. So, hopefully, they get this figured out in the next couple of days. But the players uh, didn't seem too worried about MLB's threatened, you know, their their threat to, to cancel games. And now that they've officially canceled games, I don't think that the players are still going to be rushing to make an agreement. Right. 
we'll see how um how this thing turns out though. So man, I better figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Because uh when <laughs> once basketball is over, you know what I'm saying? I need baseball, you know what I'm saying, to get me through the summer. You know what I'm saying? I know, right? And this so, is yeah, that that's it's like it's it's the dark days already, even with baseball every day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we're gonna need that. We're definitely gonna need that. And um, I still have some stadiums to go to. You know, I have to go, I've got to talk about the rest of the stadium. So I, I was on track to get it all done, but you know, things happened. Right. 2020 happened, and we're still kind of bouncing back from that. But that's the other disappointing thing about the MLB. It's like you already had this big strike and this big labor shortage after the 2020 pandemic where you couldn't figure it out. And they were the last major sport to get back going. Yeah. Um, even though it didn't even happen during their, their, their actual season, like it did with the NBA and other, another series uh, situation. So they got to figure this thing out. Bro. It's extremely disappointing though. So that's what I got on MLB. Also um, the, the Marlin CEO, uh, Derek Jeter, he's stepping down as the CEO after about four years. That. He did a lot, actually. Honestly, he got rid of a lot of their big players, their known players, but he got out from under those big contracts and used that money in different ways. He developed their farm system, but ultimately he is going to give up his stake of ownership and walk away from the CEO job. And uh, we'll see how that plays out. But the Marlins moving forward without him. I, I think that um, Derek Jeter like needs a place in baseball somewhere, though. Right, and right. we might see him as an analyst really soon, especially how well Alex Rodriguez did. I could see Derek Jeter being like on ESPN pretty soon. Agree with that. So, and Pops um, is right, man. Pops just Pops just said, you know, players are spoiled rotten, and apparently have forgotten how good they have it. I wish I made the minimum salary. Owners are greedy, but I think players are asking for too much. Might stop watching. And, and Pops is right. You know what I mean? Like uh, I, I think the players do forget sometimes how good they watch it, and I think a lot of players are looking at some of those big, you know, ten year. $300 million contracts and they're wanting, you know, some of those players are wanting it when they know they're not necessarily worth it. You know what I mean? But, or they uh, won't make it to the end of the contract. Exactly. If like five years into it, six years into it, they're, 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 they're done, you know, facts, facts, 100%, man. So, you know, I, I think, I think that is a big piece of it. I think part of it is the players are, are wanting a lot more. And I think part of it too, is the last, I think the last NBA lockout, um, the players got a little, a little more extra uh, in, in that regard. So I'm thinking, you know, other, you know, other players from other organizations are kind of wanting the same thing, man. I don't, I don't think it works. That, I don't think it always works that way. You know what I mean? So, come on, yeah. someone, someone think of the fans. You no, know? so think of the fans just a little bit. I agree. Um, and we already have Unk says I haven't watched an entire MLB game in about twenty years. And, <laughs> and, and the thing is, and how uh, Pops alluded to maybe stop watching this thing is, baseball is is a popular sport. It's America's pastime, yes. But it's not the most popular out of the four major sports in the U.S. And it's slowing. It's like it's slipping behind hockey even. Yeah. So they can't forget that either. You know, they do need to be loyal and stay loyal to the fans that they do have. So right. Um, also, I'm saying no, I remember five being able to see the Red Sox play at home for five dollars. Twenty dollars went a long way at the park. Yeah. And um, and there were good old days like that, even, you know, even recently, even not right. that long ago, where you could really get in and make it happen, but it's not the same anymore. Dog, the last game I think you and I went to, and we still worked at CVS. I think we got into the park for like thirteen bucks a ticket or something, maybe something like that. Like it was pretty true. cheap. It that was pretty nice. training too, though. True, true. You're right. That was pretty. It might have been nine bucks for some reason, but I remember it was really inexpensive. But even yeah. now, spring training is expensive. Dog. Now spring training is crazy. We can't even do that on spring training anymore. So real, it is crazy. Um, but MLB. Get it together, man. We need you. And especially out here in Arizona, we need spring training. 
We, we, <laughs> we love that. We have half the team come out here or half the league come out here. So we want that. And that's good for our, our economy too. So get it popping. Come on, MLB. Anthony um, West, I'm gonna need you to relax. You know what I'm Don't give them no ideas. You know what I'm saying? No <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> um, and Unk says, so Cactus League is canceled. So yeah, so it's technically not canceled, but it was already supposed to start. Basically, Unk, it was supposed to be starting this weekend. Um, so they still say they need 30 days to get ready for the season. And so there still might be a spring training that's abbreviated or they just push it back. But um, yeah, there are supposed to be games like this weekend already coming up. And so that's obviously not going to happen. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see. We'll see if there is even a spring training or what that looks like, or maybe even clubs take their spring training at their home parks. So um, we'll see. But for NCAA basketball, uh, we do have Coach K's uh, last game at home is on Saturday and they are playing UNC. So uh, this has become a really big deal. Ticket prices are soaring. He's actually pointing right now at how high the ticket prices are going. Uh, they said that there is not even a nosebleed for less than $3,000 to see that final game um, that he coaches uh, there for the Cameron Crazies. What do you think about that? Like, how do you feel about his impact on on, on college basketball in this last game type of thing? I get it. I mean, that's. I mean, it's crazy because I feel like that's so much money for a college game. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not even March Madness. It's not the championship. It's not the Elite Eight. It's not the Final Four. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a just a regular end, like season-ending game. You know what I mean? Like, so so I get it because you never know in the tournament how far you're gonna go. Right? You could chances are you're not gonna lose in the first round, but you can. You know what I'm saying? And, but um, but it's huge, man. Coach K is he's he's one of the biggest coaches. Of all time, and you know, not just college basketball, but in all sports, in my opinion. I, I, and and uh, you know, he's got some gold medals with some of the the best NBA players in the league. You know, what I'm saying the Olympics. Sure, yeah. So so I, I get it. It's an impact on, on on sports in general, and so many young so many young men he's groomed into uh to adults. You know, what I'm saying, but um, um, so it's kind of crazy to see that he'll no longer be coaching. But I think it's a little much to be inflating the the tickets of that that high. You know, what I'm saying. Exactly. They were talking about comparing it to Tom Brady's last game in New England and when he went back to New England and Super Bowl prices and things like that. But one thing, you know, um, that we always talk about is how figures can lie is that, you know, we have to remember how small that venue is and how less tickets there are. So that scarcity is obviously going to drive the prices up. So it it still is. It still is shocking to see. Um, But again, that there's there's not there's only so much availability. Another interesting thing from the college basketball, though, was that seven of the top 10 teams in college basketball lost on Saturday. They made history. That's the first time that many teams in the top 10 lost on the same day. So uh, pretty cool to see, um, to see that, you know, there is a lot of parity. I feel like college basketball has been that way up and down all season. Mm-hmm. And it should make for an exciting tournament, you know, that there's no like really, really dominant team. So sure. I'm excited for that, but I can't really get into college basketball even till the tournament. And and usually even then it takes me a little while to, to sit down and really get into it. So I'm going to try this time around. I'm going to try a little bit harder. We'll, we'll see you. how it goes though. I'm with you. I haven't, been, I'm not, I haven't really been in it for a while, especially since like UNC has been struggling. The thing that sucks is like, I know Duke's not going to lose this last game and UNC kind of needs to win this game to kind of like get into the tournament. Both in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, damn, they probably, they probably out this year. Ain't no way Duke loses at home on Coach K's last game. So uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think we should do a bracket though, actually. Oh yeah, we do, yeah, we'll do a bracket yeah. through Yahoo again. Probably we'll just we'll just we'll we'll make sure that anybody involved wants to 
wants to jump on. So you guys let us know. Slackers, let us know. We'll definitely do a bracket. Sure. Mine will probably be horrible, but I'll throw mine out there. You know what I'm saying? You never know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Anthony Wesson says he wishes that he would retire to take over the Lakers. Maybe if Kobe was still around, maybe that right. would go. Um, I don't see too? that happening. I, I don't see him coming to save the Lakers. Um, that would be dope, though. All right. Um, next up, we got boxing. We got a little bit of boxing, and we got um, some soccer, too. I don't know why these little names are popping up like that, but um, <laughs> Canelo, he's finally finished his his little two-match, uh, his little two-fight contract with the zone. Um, and the first first fight is against Baval um, May 7th. So that should actually be a pretty good matchup. Yeah, I think this guy might be a bigger threat than Triple G, honestly. Um, right. But the plan is for him to fight Baval May 7th and then Triple G in September. So Canelo back in action, trying to get that bank. What do you think? I, I actually I actually kind of like the zone. Actually, I'm sorry. I, I hate to I, I ask you a question and I immediately start talking about it. real quick. I like kind of the zone because you can get like free all their stuff for 20 bucks a month. Right. And when there are fights, like it's not so bad. So that's one of them where I'll actually like I'll actually pay. I'll be honest. Right, right. Yeah, 20 bucks is not bad at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll pay that, watch it, cancel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cancel it till September. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, but, yeah. Yeah. So uh it's, it's actually pretty cool though. I actually agree with you. I think the fall probably is a little bit more of a a, a matchup for Canelo right now. And Triple G's getting older, man. You know what I'm saying? He's not exactly he's not exactly a young gun anymore. Um, and uh, we know Can- we know Canelo always fights every single mile, but I think he's gonna mile this year on Thursday, I think, right? Yeah, it's so a Thursday, kinda, yeah. So he's fighting Saturday after, yeah. So it kind of makes sense while he's fighting on, on, on the 7th on Saturday. So, um, should be cool, man. Like, I've actually kind of I've kind of really liked Canelo fighting lately because I just feel like he's been an absolute beast, like, he's like kind of just plowing through people right now. Um, I'll tell you, I, I still think that Mayweather that that Mayweather, uh Canelo match was the best thing for his career because ever since then he's just been on a totally different trajectory of the way he took it so serious now. Seriously. Like he got hella paid for that fight, I'm sure. And then after that, it's like he got a lesson too in boxing. He's like, oh, he learned how to, you know, he got a lesson in boxing, defense, and in marketing. So it all worked out for Canelo ever since then. So oh, I'm a boxer. Triple G is my dude. Like I I I would love for him to see in there and get like one. Oh man, if he could get in there, like you know, I don't know, beat Canelo, that would be great. Because Triple G's my dude too, so I'm with pops on that. Man. I love Triple G. Yeah, That's my guy. No, I agree. Triple G's so tight. I love how he's just like I like fight. Like I'm trying to make it happen, and maybe he will have the fountain of youth a little bit and and and, and figure out a way. It also hurts being a Triple G fan though. That's like even if he comes out somehow miraculously beats Canelo, like he's still down two one in the series. Like they're fighting right. a third fight, but he lost the first. Two, like, I don't know. Um, but then, and Unk says two fights, 100 million. That's a nice summer plan. And that's true. Like, Canelo sat back and just was like, what do I want to do this fall, this summer? Okay, let's make it happen. Um, so, on the bottom right, too, we have Liverpool. Real quick, this soccer picture. I just like the picture just because this is the first time I've known of uh, a, a fan, I mean, a, a player, I'm sorry, in such a big club actually like grabbing a flare and bringing it onto the field. But this dude actually grabbed a flare from the, one of the fans that had the flare illegally in the stands right. and brought it out during this celebration after the game. That That's kind of hard, but obviously you shouldn't be doing that. But I just yeah. thought that was pretty tight, you know. Um, every once in a while, you know, the, we, we know how crazy the soccer fans are. But every once in a while, especially with this guy, he's been with the club and kind of grown up with the club you get some players that are as passionate about the club as the, as the actual fans are, and they go a little, a little too far. So I thought that was cool though. I thought that would throw that one out there for us to look at um, real quick, but 
But I think that was it. I mean, we ran through other sports. Kelly asked, can we get a prize for worth brackets? Worst bracket? <laughs> You're going to have competition for worst bracket, honestly, Kelly. But we'll make sure we have a prize for worst bracket, too. We'll, we'll come up with something. I think that would be pretty tight um, to have a worst bracket, too. But but I think we did it, though. I mean, um, we had a lot of topics there. But I like appreciate everybody hanging in with us and all the contributions we got. Um Mom says she's in on the bracket, so that's what's up. We're gonna have to come up with some kind of a um, some kind of a a prize, though. Yeah, for, for, the, for the number one and the our prizes always re- recently been Super Bowl squares. We can't do that; it's too long, huh? For sure, we gotta come up with something new for that. But we'll we'll think of something. We'll figure out something, and and also I do want to say be on the lookout for secure the bag. That's coming soon. That's on me. We didn't we didn't have a chance to do that, but the new format. I think that we'll like it. I think that you guys will like it, but we're always open to feedback on that too. So for sure. Anything else, Trizzy? No, nah, man, that's it, man. Um, I, I guess really quick, man. Like if you got, I don't know. I know, I know a lot of us are family and stuff like that here, but if you guys have ever, have ever thought about starting something and thought to yourself, I don't know, I've gotten too old or whatever the case may be. F that. You know what I'm saying? Like go, go for it. What better time than now? You know what I'm saying? Like that's like that's my final say, man. Like I'm, if I if you would have told me a year and a half ago I'm gonna have over sixty thousand followers and two million likes, me and you have a, a great podcast with a great audience, never miss an episode every Tuesday. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this is it, I don't know, it's been crazy, man. It's been a hell of a blessing, a hell of a trip, and like uh, you know, love you, my brother. I love everybody who comes and watches us every Tuesday. Like it's, absolutely, it's, dog. It's been fun, man. You know what I'm saying it's, it's been real fun, man. I love it, man. No, you're inspiring me right now. That, that's what's up. I agree with that to- wholeheartedly. You know, it's never too late to start whatever you want to do. Yeah. And uh, you put the work in, you can make things happen. And I know we got even more work we need to be putting in on right now, too. Sure. So we sure. love that. Um, But, yeah, just being in here with you and with all the slackers, that really does help us keep motivated. So we yeah. appreciate it. And um, I always like to think of we – Pops and I were talking about Samuel L. Jackson just the other day. Like, he was in his 40s when he got his first, like, bit right. like, as, a, as, like, a backup dude. And now everybody in the world knows who Samuel L. Jackson is. So, exactly. uh, like you said, you know what I'm saying, never too late to start, you know. Just find what you like doing and keep doing that, you know. So Exactly. There's some inspiration for Final Say. I love it, man. That's what's up. That's a great way. That's a great way to end it out. Thank you, Pops, too. Pops says love the podcast and love coming on here and there. Thanks. And we're definitely gonna have to have pops back for sure. He, <laughs> that, 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 so. back on. he said when Ben Simmons, when when the Ben Simmons thing goes down, so the trade has gone down. Ben Simmons hasn't been on the court yet, but I think it's nearing time. I think it's right. we're a little bit overdue. So we're gonna have to make that happen for sure. For sure. That's what's up. So all right, we're gonna go ahead and be signing out for our brother too, Mad Marcus, the producer, always behind the scenes helping us make things happen. And for all the slackers that join us, whether here now live. Or later on on the YouTubes, on the Facebooks. We appreciate y'all. We thank y'all so much. That was episode 131 of Say Like a Champ. It's your boy A Dub. And your boy Shizzy. Peace. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.